Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Hour number three of our weekly radio broadcast. The 10 o'clock hour, our open home hour, open to you, the Arizona homeowner. Whatever you want to talk about your home, castle, or cabin, one 767 4348 rosie 4U. Text questions can be sent to 411-923, or you can email us at info at rosieonthehouse.com. If you have a uh, photograph, you need to send us uh, a picture to help describe the project or uh, product identification, whatever the case may be. You can email those pictures to info at rosieonthehouse.com. Absolutely. We're here. As I mentioned last hour, being at my house is like living in the future. We're trying to get you prepared for what we know is coming up. We've been trying to prepare our listeners for the monsoon event um, that we were all kind of hoping for uh, for several months. And uh, we do that with the radio show. We do it with the newsletter that you can sign up for at our website, rosieonthehouse.com. You'll get that newsletter delivered to your computer mailbox uh, every Thursday. Tells you what we're going to be covering. And what we covered in the last hour with the director of the Registrar of Contractors, Mr. Jeff Fleetham, was always so generous with his time and his willingness to come in and share with us. Came in for the whole hour and talked about what you need to be careful of in the case that this storm created some damage or necessary repairs at your house. It happens every storm. People are taken advantage of by unscrupulous people. We talked about that in the 8 o'clock hour, 9 o'clock hour. 8 o'clock hour, we were talking about composting. This hour, we're going to be talking about what you want to talk about, but we've also got another special guest, Mr. Craig O'Grady from Desert Sun Pools, Rosie Certified Pool Contractor. We're going to be talking about, okay, in monsoons, what 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 goes into the design of a pool to keep it low maintenance in the first place and how do you maintain it in a situation where so much biological matter and debris is being blown into it on uh, consecutive days like we've seen in this last event we've got questions a lot of questions about uh, the humidity in the air folks uh I'm challenged on this every time I say it. I actually shot a video of it. Your air conditioner in this weather is generating between 7 and 10 gallons of water a day. I have my two air conditioners joined into one condensate that goes off the back of the roof. I'm collecting almost 20 gallons of water a day. Uh, your condensate line, while the air conditioner is running, shouldn't be dripping right now. It should be a mild stream of water. And if you don't see that, uh, you need to be asking yourself why. In that environment, with the dew point so high and the humidity so high, this is the one time of year we tell people, do not run your internal central air conditioning fan 24 hours a day the air conditioner's job is to pull all that humidity out of the air and it condenses on the coils that then drains 
by design, to the outside. Well, if you keep your fan motor on on, like many of you do all year long, you're then blowing all that condensation that's on the coils back into the house, which the air conditioner, when the compressor comes back on, now has to work to pull it all back out. So in the high humidity monsoon seasons, go over to your thermostat and make sure the fan switch is on automatic. Some of you leave it on year-round because you're trying to overcome hot and cold spots in your house. But this is the time of year. Your fan switch on your thermostat should definitely be turned to automatic. Okay? We talked a little bit about water harvesting. We're going to have Iris Hermosia in, the meteorologist for the weekly news broadcast uh, on Channel 15 here locally, talking about this event uh, that has just blown through the state. I mean, what's the backstory on how something like that gets built up to the point we get this kind of moisture? I mean, this was this was more than a typical monsoon. Well, and they say the heat draws it in, and we had plenty of that this <laughs> the last two months. Man, we drew the moisture up from the south, and then the front coming in from Texas combined it. I, she's going to explain it to us here in just a few minutes, so it'll be a lot of fun to listen to Iris and all that event that we were talking about. So, we're going to talk about that. We've got Craig O'Grady. We're going to talk about pool maintenance. We're going to be talking about ongoing monsoon prep. And what you need to do to be ready to enjoy the rain when it falls from the sky, not be overly concerned and anxious that you've got another roof leak. Let's play. Let's welcome Iris into the conversation. Regular listeners of the show know I'm from South Louisiana. And I tell you what, this event that just moved through most of Arizona, if it had happened in Louisiana, we'd have called it a frog choker. I mean, man, did we have a rain of it. And I wanted to invite Iris Hermosia, the weekly meteorologist on ABC 15 Mornings in Phoenix, to join us and tell us a little bit about where did that thing come from? Iris, thanks for joining us this morning. Hey, absolutely. Happy to be here. And quite a few days here in the Valley, right? And really across the state. It's spectacular. Where, where did this thing originate? What what's the what's the backstory on this storm? Absolutely. So you know, this is not necessarily like our typical monsoon storms in the uh, because we have the monsoon moisture in place, right? So that's been streaming in for the last couple of weeks, and we've seen those thunderstorms here and there every afternoon and evening, kind of firing up just as we typically do during the monsoon. But we've got a different player coming in here, and that's what's helping enhance that storm potential. So the moisture is there. And now we have a disturbance or an area of low pressure that's actually coming from the east, so from Texas, and it's moving through our state. And that's actually helping enhance that storm potential across Arizona. So we've got the moisture, but rather than just having to wait for that daytime heating every day to get those storms going, we have this area of low pressure that's providing the boost that we need for these thunderstorms to fire up. And so as it moves in, it creates these thunderstorms, and we've seen several rounds already Thursday night into Friday. We're likely going to see, you know, more rain as we go through the weekend as this area of low pressure continues to push through. Well, I've sat through monsoons in Arizona since 1965, 
and sitting on my back patio last night enjoying this event, it was as if someone had put a strobe light on my roof. I can't remember a storm that carried this much of an electrical lightning event. Was there something peculiar about this store, storm that made it more electrically charged? You know, it's funny you bring up the strobe light because I thought the exact same thing as I, you know, woke up. I work really early in the morning, typically, so I'm sleeping when a lot of these storms actually end up hitting. But I thought, what is going on? But you know what? It, it, I know it seems unusual, but it's not completely unusual. And one of the big factors at play when it comes to just creating lightning, a, a little bit of background for you. Lightning is like an electrical charge, right? So essentially within a thunderstorm, there are positive and negative charges. They build up and then when they build up enough, you get a spark and you get either, you know, cloud to cloud lightning or cloud to ground lightning. And, you know, one of the reasons that we're likely seeing more lightning with these storms is because of the amount of moisture in the air. So what happens is that moisture helps increase the instability in the atmosphere and you get these really strong updrafts or rising air within a thunderstorm. And that instability then can lead to more lightning. That extra moisture will also help generate more ice crystals and small hail particles within the thunderstorm. And it's those small hail particles and ice crystals bumping into each other that essentially generate that electrical charge. And so when you have more of them, you have more of an electrical charge. And oftentimes you get more of that static buildup and more of that lightning and more of those lightning strikes. So when I say it's not completely unusual, a lot of times what you'll see is when we have you know, for example, some tropical moisture flowing in, you get these thunderstorms that are capable of producing very heavy rain. And a lot of times you'll see a lot of lightning with those as well. And again, it has a lot to do with all of that moisture in the air. And this time around, while we don't have the influence of a tropical system, we've got the moisture with dew points that have been in the 60s to 70s (laughs) the last couple of days. And that is helping enhance that, you know, the lightning that we're seeing around around the state with these storms. Well, Miss Iris, I can't thank you enough for joining us. Sitting on my back patio last night, I I went to my advanced lightning strike indicator on my cell phone, and the entire screen was lit up with lightning strikes. There were literally hundreds. I thought, man, this is spectacular. So listen, so as a favor to me, Miss Iris, we'd like you to call up one more storm like this in about 10 days, okay? Oh, Okay, why 10 days? <laughs> well, give us enough time to dry out and let, okay. that, let everything kind of reestablish and then bring, bring it on again. This was spectacular. Thank you for the show. You're welcome. Yeah, it's been really nice, and, you know, hopefully everybody's staying safe. I know we've had some damage, too, and that's not what we want to see, but we will soak up as much of the rain as we possibly can. Absolutely, and I'll do what I can on my part to keep these Arizona homeowners safe in their homes. You do what you can about keeping us in a perfect Arizona weather environment. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Iris. One of the most asked questions at Rosie on the House this week is, uh, can you give me the name of that guy that does lightning and surge protection? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you give it to me while I'm there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, we had Bob Ross on a couple weeks ago uh, encouraging you all. I said that if I was king, if I could be king for a day, I would make whole house surge protection a code requirement. It's so affordable and it's so it's the best insurance policy you can buy for your house that never expires. Uh, if you're interested in whole house surge protection or lightning protection, give Bob Ross a call. His number is 480-229-2646. Then the second most question 
we had this week is how do you properly secure a backyard shed? <laughs> Gary, did you send that question in? No, but <laughs> it was asked last week, and I got to see that in action. I was running along the canal between uh, McDowell and Thomas, like I do all the time, and there was a shed in the canal. <laughs> I ha- I stopped and looked. I Oops. said, that's a shed. Oops. <laughs> oh, boy. So there's a timely question for it. All right. We'll get to that when we get back. You tell all your friends that I am the man to see. Baby, I'm your handyman. You know what, Rosie, on the house... We've actually started a new segment, and it was based on popular demand from you, the Arizona homeowners. And it's uh, Sweet Jennifer is putting the resources together for aging in place. And we're going to start bringing you tips uh, for yourself or for your parents that you can uh, implement uh, as a part of the strategy and the protocol for doing exactly that. Aging in place, aging in the place of your choice. And this segment of the show is brought to you by two Rosie certified companies. One is called Get Organized with Bridges. And Bridges will come in and work one on one with you and every client to provide a customized organization plan for your life. How often do you find that's needed in the beginning? of that stage where you're downsizing. And it's also brought to you by Helping Hand Senior Services. Ms. Charlene is a free senior placement service provider. She'll meet with you, interview you, and if you opt not to age in your own home and you are looking for a community, Charlene will find it for you for free. So this Aging in Place segment is brought to you by those two companies miss sweet jennifer well i do love this segment i'm been we've, doing a lot of research we've lived it the last year yeah and we have and there's just so much information and but this is not really a topic i like to cover but it is so necessary and it's about how uh all of us can be scammed but so often the elderly are targeted so i just put on facebook a really great article about 22 ways to avoid being scammed. Um, there's just too much for, for one sitting, and we need to all be familiar. We had Jeff Fleetham on talking about, you know, knockers, and that also goes for phone calls, you know, and, um, you know, you should always be the one that reaches out to someone else because that means you've done your research and you're looking for somebody qualified. But what happens is these callers or knockers work on your fears or, um, you know, and then they create this sense of urgency. How many of you have gotten the calls about, hey, this is the IRS and you owe us money? Um, you know, that's that doesn't happen. That just doesn't happen. And we even had um, one of our new employees came in all shook up saying that she had just gotten this call from the IRS. I was like, the IRS, IRS does not call you. <laughs> so, and even if, okay, even if you don't believe me, still hang up and you call them back so that you know you're dialing into the right place. And I have a great tip for you. If you use the internet at all, if you get a call and you're not sure where it came from, get the number off the caller screen, put it in the Google search engine. And if it is part of a scam, it will show up as a phone number that is often used. You know, this number has been used for these scams. Interesting. That will be a good confirmation. That's a great tip. 
You know, so that's that's one really easy thing to do. But our best tip is don't answer the door and hang up the phone. You do. You be proactive. Nobody needs to convince you that you need something. They those guys are sharp. You know, they've they're trained to manipulate you into into fear. Well, and then and then the IT training that Romy found for us that shows us how many ways they get into your internet. I mean, I got six notices this week of a bank I've never heard of that said my funds were ready to pick up. So, well, it's, uh, <laughs> so why wouldn't you click on that? Right? If, if you don't. And so the internet is a wonderful way, you know, for people to be, to stay connected, but you really need to be somewhat savvy. So skeptical, you have to have a skepticism you do. DNA just, in your heart. If you don't recognize that email, don't open it because it could hold a virus that'll tear up your whole, all your information or steal from you. And don't answer any questions that ask you. Do not give out any information. Never put your, um, you know, personal information in an email. Our IT provider sent me an email, and I instantly fished it. I you instantly, got it. I, awesome. Well, it it was a name I didn't recognize. It, it was uh, some girl named Carolyn. She goes, "Hi, my name is." And I went, <laughs> but they tricked me. And they came back and said, "Congratulations, we were trying to trick you." All right. So we have a great IT uh, team that uh, helps us so out. You think about- so it's emails, mm-hmm. door knockers, uh-huh. or phone calls. You haven't gone out searching and researching for it, those are three areas just block those solicitors out of your heart out of your wallet and out of your life and charity as well be careful who you give Ooh. to don't ever just give to somebody who calls make sure you see something in writing it comes to you in the mail with the logo when people call us say i'm interested send me the information and they don't like it oh we need the money now tough you know, just plain tough. When we need the money now, that's a red flag. There you go. So well, I, can I just say one more thing? So that this article is really awesome with some great resources. So I have put it on Facebook. If you don't use Facebook, you can email us at info at rosieonthehouse.com. I will mail it to you. Or you can call me and I'll send it to you snail mail. But I would love for everybody to have this information. Very good. Well, that, thank you, sweet Jennifer. That was our Aging in Place segment. Sponsored by Get Organized with Bridges and Helping Hands, both Roth certified service providers you can find on our website, rosieonthehouse.com. Sanderson Ford, Arizona. In Sanderson Ford country. And I almost single handedly will turn all of America into Sanderson Ford country. Carol, our sweet baby girl, had her last day at the office yesterday. We had her firing party last night. She and her husband are going to take their brand new, beautiful Ford Ranger and be moving. To the East Coast. That little Sanderson Ford is going to make its way towing that little U-Haul trailer. They don't have a lot. They're newlyweds. And then we, Jennifer and I, will follow them by about a week or so, taking Carol's Escape, Ford Escape, that also came from Sanderson Ford that we bought her when she went away to college. And it's amazing to me when I travel Arizona how many Sanderson Ford license plate frames I see. They're everywhere. 
folks, if you're in the market for a new vehicle, you've got to take a look at Ford. If you're taking a look at Ford, you've got to go to the most award-winning Ford dealership in America. It's right here in Arizona. It's Sanderson Ford, celebrating 64 years, living on 64 acres of beautiful Ford vehicles. Get over there Monday through Saturday and take a look. If you ever buy a car at Sanderson Ford, you will never, ever cross the curb to enter another dealership ever again. It's the first time I crossed that threshold at Sanders Ford was over 33 years ago. And I can't tell you the number of vehicles we've purchased in all those years for us personally, for our family, and for our companies. Every single one has come from Sanderson Ford. They treat you like a family member. Get over there and find out for yourself. You buy one from them. Then you can call me and you can thank me and you will. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you if you'd like to join the conversation. I can't wait to hear what's going on on the phones because we've got area codes of callers from Kansas City, San Francisco, and LA on the lines. So no telling what's going on behind there, or just a sign of uh, you know what what we all know is people are moving to Arizona. And at this segment on the third segment of the 10 o'clock hour, we have our weekly to-do, and this is something that you can do if you've got, uh, and, and track digitally, if you've got the Rosie on the House Homesada app, just go to rosieonthehouse.com slash app, and it is a, what they call a SaaS, a software as a service for the maintenance portion, the budgeting portion, um, and the project tracking portion. There's a $5 a month fee you just pay once uh, for the year, $60, use promo code Rosie, and it'll save you 25%. So it's like $42 for the year. And you can track and assign these tasks uh, to yourself, to family members. If you're working with a contractor like Desert Sun Pools, and we're talking monsoon prep, we have a lot of pools that are not looking so good right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, Yeah, the last couple days have been a lot of work. So what you really need to do right now is get out there and clean your pumps out. Make sure that uh, you help out your pool guy. He may have came Tuesday and we had him on soon <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday of today. So, yeah, we need to help those guys out a little bit. So well, how do you clean your filter? Well, the filters aren't as big of a deal. If you have a sand filter, you're just backwashing it. If you have a cartridge filter, you're taking it apart and spraying it down and cleaning it and, and things like that. But the most important thing is water flow. You need to be able to move water this time of year. Um, when your pump traps get plugged up, you're not moving any water. you got too much debris in there, so you just need to clean the debris out. It's a simple process. Turn the system off. Take the pump lid off. Pull the trap out. Clean it. Rinse it out with your garden hose. Put it back in and start your pump back up. Um, Let's... Let's say I've never done this before. The pool guy's always done it, but, you know, the pool guy's cleaning service isn't going to be able to make it back out for months, and I walk out there. I don't know if I'm looking at a sand filter or a cartridge filter. Does it say on it? Is it obvious? Um, No, not real obvious. Usually Arizona weather stickers don't last long. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, if you don't know, you don't know, but it'd be a good idea to get familiar with your system and have your pool guy walk you through it. 
It's not hard to clean your pump trap, and that's the main thing right now. Um, the pump is the little short thing that's next to the tall filter, and there's a typically clear lid on top of that pump, and you can see in it and see if it's full of debris. If you haven't cleaned it out for three or four days, it's full of debris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and, you know, like I said, your pool guy's not going to be here. So if it's full of debris, you slow down your water flow. And by slowing your water flow, you're not filtering enough water per day to keep your pool up. So that's real important to keep your water flow up. Now, Craig, uh, owner of Desert Sun Pools, Rosie Certified Pool Contractor, what do you do in the design of your new pools? To keep them low maintenance, are there are there design protocols, tricks, and strategies that you can share with us? Oh, definitely. What what do you do? Is it technology is, a, is the main thing, and 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 we have in floor cleaning systems now that have heavy debris removal systems. So a leaf the size of my hand can get sucked through the drain now. You know, we can re, we can we can move debris out of your swimming pool very efficiently now, and then we deposit that debris in a leaf canister before the pump. So the pump trap doesn't get plugged up. The pump trap's not plugged up, it's still efficient. It's still moving water. So we can get by by not cleaning our pump traps out every time we have a monsoon. So it's, it's very beneficial. Um, we have lines that go directly to the drain, directly to the skimmer, directly to vacuum, dedicated vacuum lines. So we're always able to move a lot of water. And that's our number one thing. That's that's the number one thing we want to do is move water. When you're designing a pool and, um, you know, an average size pool in an average neighborhood is going to be, what, 10 to 15,000 yeah. gallons? Yeah. How often do you want that every gallon moved through the filter? I'd like to see it done three times a day. Okay. So if you have a 15,000-gallon pool, you're moving 50 gallons a minute, 50 gallons a minute, 3,000 gallons an hour. So just do the math, run okay. your run your system enough to put it through that, that filter three times a day. Now, moving water is expensive. The number one power <laughs> user in Arizona is Central Arizona Project Canal. But that's because they have to move it vertically to let the flow of gravity bring it through the state. Mm -hmm. the, with today's pool pumps, uh, you guys are using super efficient pump oh, so yeah. it's not you know you're, you're not going to be sitting there running this watching the meter on the side of your house go exactly yeah you know the the new pentaren teleflow pump was well, not new it's been out for 20 years but um when we designed a, a swimming pool we do i like doing in-floor cleaning systems because they're so efficient they clean the steps the benches and everything so we have to run it at a high speed so we're probably using on high speed 2800 uh, watts of power 2.8 kilowatts which is a lot Okay. Okay, but we're only doing that for three or four hours a day, so we can do that in the middle of the night. And then the rest of the time, we can slow the pump down to, to move 40 gallons a minute. If you move 30, 40 gallons a minute, we can do that at such a low speed. We're probably only using 350 to 400 watts of power. That's light bulbs in your kitchen. That's right. So we can be super efficient. So we need to keep the pool clean. and it, So it needs to be designed to stay clean on that cleaning cycle I like to clean a pool in four hours. And after that, I like to run the pump as much as I possibly can just to keep it sanitary. And we're using ultraviolet light with ozone now, and it's a chlorine replacement. It doesn't completely replace chlorine because you have a body of water out in your backyard yeah. that has to have a 
safety birds, factor. Birds to it. flying over it. Yeah. Dogs swimming yeah. in it. So you have kids to have a... jumping in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all those things. Yeah. But yeah, we can actually reduce chlorine consumption, and, and um, by running the pump more hours per day, the less chlorine you're going to use. So just by running it through that ultraviolet light more hours per day, the ultraviolet light's killing everything. The ozone system is oxidizing everything that the ultraviolet light's killed. So we're going to use less chlorine. But we still have to have the residual chlorine in the body of water to make it safe. So I have a question. When you're talking about killing everything, bacteria, you know, pollutants, stuff like that, what does it mean if you've got animals living in your pool? Your chlorine balance is way off because they would naturally not go into that water. The animals such as dogs and Stuff and like that. the desert frogs. Oh, have you seen that? <laughs> hey, the, the, our, our hole, our area, the, the ground moves at night, right? <laughs> I live out in a county island, also. That it, I, I just took a mouse out of my pool this morning, you know. And, and I tell every homeowner, I build the best mouse trap in Arizona. There's mice in your pool skimmer a lot if you live out in the desert, and that will deplete your chlorine very, very fast. <laughs> If you leave that mouse in there for a few days, he's three times the size he was when he went in there. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's an issue. So you uh, check be, daily. <laughs> check the you know, if, if you do have a, an issue with rodents, yeah, check daily. <laughs> <laughs> what are you what are you saying homeowners want in their new uh, pool designs? I know what I want. I've got my next pool perfectly designed. It's going to be a very large Baja yes. platform, which is what, like? 10 to 12 inches deep of Anywhere water. from 7 to 15 inches, depending okay. on the customer. So it's going to be a huge Baja deck that drops off into a regular volleyball play pool. Mm-hmm. And I'd like that Baja deck to be a sand entry, beach entry. Can I do that? You can do that, yeah. You're just inviting more. A sand beach entry, Yeah, it's easy for birds to drink out of. You're making a, a bird bath. You know, so if you do have a cantilevered edge, at least you're discouraging some of that. So you can still have a step in, a shallow step in, and and still have your Baja. But uh, people are are have changed their minds on when I first started this business in the late '80s, early '90s, where diving pools, diving pools, diving pools. Yes, yes. Slides, you know, things things like that. Now, and you've lived through the salt water yep. thing that was yep. so popular for so long. Yeah, yeah. Not a fan. But, okay. All right. Um, but now people are. The pools is, is more of a outdoor entertainment. You know, they're they're building barbecues, pergolas, fire pits, and and living Arizona lifestyle. And the pools become part of that. So we're building pools with a lot of benches, tables inside pools so you can sit around and have a cocktail. Um, the Baja benches so they can put ledge loungers in there and and um, hang out. And you can actually put umbrella, umbrella uh, anchors sleeves. in there, right? Yep. Yeah. So it's if it, I don't do a beach entry, can I do a um, can I do like a water park entry yeah, with the little spray? Pads. Yeah, a little splash pad. You bet. You bet. I, that's that's my the next pool is designed for my grandkids. Yeah, <laughs> but my pool, I'm sorry, Greg, it, it <laughs> would be decomposed granite. <laughs> uh, no. I understand. Uh, when, all, when all my kids moved out, I thought the first thing I was going to do was fill in my pool, and Jennifer won't let me. She's my pool girl, and then, and now the grandkids just won't even think of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a a good spot for grandkids. That's that's the biggest magnet I got at my house to get them <laughs> over for a Sunday afternoon barbecue. Yeah. Let's go swimming and slip and slide. Yeah. That's your Rosie on the House weekly to-do. You can find that and follow along with the maintenance in the app. That uh, keyword for that for this week is monsoon pool care. 
Now I'm really hungry. Now I'm really hungry. We're here this morning visiting with our good friend and Rosie certified pool contractor, Desert Sun Pools, Mr. Craig O'Grady, talking about uh, the trends of pools, how you design a pool to be lower maintenance when you're actually creating it on paper before you even bring the backhoe to the property. Craig, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, uh, and meet you in the next hour for a design console. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. You're pretty busy, huh? Yeah. I saw in a national publication this week that pool demand is off the chart, up the up off the chart across the entire country. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're uh, probably going to be the best year in the last 34 years we've ever had. Wow. As far as volume. Um, if, if an Arizona homeowner wanted to put that kind of pool planning and building and construction to work for them how would they get a hold of you they can uh, reach us uh, email at info at desert or our office number is 602-795-6224 and if i called you monday when could i see you probably not for three to four weeks okay and then when i see you and i you're going to take some time to work me up a plan and a budget right okay and then i say okay let's go if i want to if i want a pool for next summer when do i need to call you now (laughs) (laughs) everything's pushed back um you know labor shortage the permitting process used to be three or four days it's 30 to 45 days now you know everything has just been pushed back and we were talking about how much more efficient the pumps are now, and I understand the heating is is pretty efficient. I've seen yes. a lot of people adding heaters to pools for more year-round use. Yeah. Your standard pool heater is 84% efficient, but we have heaters out there now. We have hybrid heaters, um, gas heaters that are 90-plus percent efficient, um, a hybrid heater that's half gas, half electric, so it figures out... With this environment, is it going to be better for me to heat with electricity or if it's going to, you know, should I use gas uh, or both? Um, Pentair's coming out with some technology on, on heating that's amazing. Craig, what is your service area? Um, pretty much Cave Creek, Scottsdale, West Valley, and um, I don't go too far southeast, um, but uh, anything North Phoenix is, is and West Phoenix is where I'm at. Craig O'Grady, Desert Sun Pool, 602 795 6224 or find them at rosieonthehouse.com. And there was an article out of AZ Big Media this week just talking about how stressful the real estate market is. And there was a convention of realtors and they were talking, you need to really find something in the home that gives you a leg up. You know, the first thing I thought of was, you know, the, the Rosie on the House Homes Auto app and being able to have a digital record of the maintenance and, and work that's been done on the past. But I would imagine pools right now give a really good advantage uh, for for the real estate market, especially some of the kids. I never thought I would own a pool. I don't know what to do with kids without one right, right. now. <laughs> well, it's, it's hot here. Um, and we have a lot of people here moving from out of state, and they want a swimming pool. So, you know, it's, you know, curb appeal. You know, if your backyard's already set up, it looks so much better. So pools are important right now in the real estate market. I'd like to welcome people to get over to rosieonthehouse.com. Scroll to the bottom of the, of the, of the homepage and click on Facebook. Uh, you'll land at Rosie on the House Facebook, 
and you'll scroll down and you'll get an opportunity to vote for Rosie on the House as Tucson Reader's Choice Best Homeowner Resource Available, which we have won the last several years. We'd appreciate y'all logging on to Rosie on the House Facebook and cast that vote for us. We're working hard to maintain our number one position in every regard. For you, the Arizona homeowner, that's our job, to become your best friend. During the week, you can uh, reach us at rosieonthehouse.com or the call-in number we answer all week long. And like, uh, But something you don't need to do, uh, Mary wrote in this morning to reserve the 2022 home maintenance calendar. Well, she already ordered one in 2020, so you're kept on that list until you ask to be removed. And it's a physical calendar. We mail it to you, and it it covers the topic and the theme that we'll be covering that month. It covers our weekly to-dos. It covers what we're talking about in the outdoor living hour for your landscape gardening and urban farming and farm fresh commodities that are available here in the state. You, that is a free service we offer to you, the Arizona homeowner, and it has an updated list of our contractor referral network and service providers should you need something done on your home, castle, or cabin. Just flip to the back page and find the category and the contract the category that's right for you and uh, the contractors there that are in your region. And every one of them has gone through the Rosie on the House pre-qualification application. You have to be in business locally for at least five years, licensed, bonded, insured, sign a code of ethics, have third-party customer reviews through the Guild Quality. So it's the tightest screen uh, and most secure contractor referral network in the state of Arizona. So just let us know where you'd like us to send that calendar. And we'll add you to the list. Start, started as a as a project, and Romy's now in charge of it. And what are you distributing? Fifty thousand a year. Yeah, this for twenty twenty two. It will be. fifty thousand, and that's by request. You just ask for it. You'll get it for free.